0: The following podcast contains material and language that may not be suitable for minors. While not in every episode, this podcast may contain triggering subject matter that may be brought up without warning. Any information or advice given is for entertainment purposes only. We are not doctors. Please consult your physician with any medical questions or before making any decisions regarding your health. Listener discretion is strongly advised.
1: Very recently, Lana Wells was released from her job at Taco Bell. What was her crime? Being an adult content creator. And well, that kind of got uh, in Sarah and I's crawl and we wanted to talk to her a little bit. And oddly enough, she agreed to join us. So this week, Lana Wells joins us in the sack.
0: With seven, Sarah.
2: Lana, hello. Hey.
1: Thank you so much for joining us.
2: So this is kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny, kinda of <laughs> irritating. I don't know where I'm at with this right now. All
1: right. So why don't you tell us why you're here today? Tell us what exactly happened and what went down with you recently.
2: Okay, so everybody pretty much knows I am an adult content creator and the COVID-19 pandemic hit and it's been gone crazy in North America. So shooting pretty much is out of the question due to safety reasons. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't get any shoots. And I'm marking out of my house, doing my internet pornography. And I decided to help out. I was going to step into what we call the vanilla world and get a job outside of the house. And I put in applications, put in applications. And I put in an application and I called about it a few days after. And um, the manager was like, Hey, can you be here at such and such? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I can be there.
0: And this was at Taco Bell.
2: Yes, it was at Taco Bell, actually here in my hometown. (laughs) I'm in there and we're talking and I was like, okay, well I do have a very, very important question because I know there's a lot of people that frown upon it. And when I was asked what that would be, I was like, okay, well, I do internet porn and I do porn shoots and I have websites that I'm very active on. Is that going to cause any problems? And her exact words were, no, it's not going to cause any problems. What you do on your own time in your spare time outside of this establishment is none of our concern. You know, as long as, hey, look, you're not going out wearing the Taco Bell uniform and robbing a bank or something like that's <laughs> none of our concerns. So I was like, okay. Just don't shoot your scenes here in the restaurant. We're okay. Like,
1: did do yourself with a chalupa or anything, you know?
2: Yeah, just like, <laughs> don't be finger banging yourself in the bathroom while you're supposed to be handing out orders or something. <laughs> right, right.
1: What brought you into work in the first place?
2: At a young age, I was in my 20s, I decided I was going to go be a stripper. Uh And I've always like since I was 16, and I know this is unusual because I would be considered a minor then. I would always tell my mom, hey, mom, you know, I'm going to go be a stripper. And my mom's like, I don't care what you do as long as you're making honest money and you're not hurting anybody or yourself. So it was kind of. The little family joke. And then finally, you know, I got old enough and I was like, well, I actually do want to be a stripper because A, there's money in it. B, I can dress up, do my makeup, do my hair and have fun. It's no different than people dancing at a club with guys and getting free drinks. And um, I did that for a little bit. And then I met my current husband. And I was like, okay, look, I already have kids and getting freshly married, I'm going to stop and put this on the back burner. To be honest, what led me to the internet porn and switching over in 2017, our house broken into by a family member and they decided that they were going to steal a telephone well, a cell phone that had a memory card in it Oh no. and they spread my porn. They totally spread my nudes everywhere. And I called the cops and the cops were like, well, there's nothing we can do about it because we can't trace it back to anybody. Just we'll make a report. And it went on for days. And <laughs> uh, finally, after all of this, I was like, well, everybody has seen it anyway. So I'm just going to take to Pornhub if it's going to be passed out, I'm going to get something out of this besides creepy stalkers messaging me for more (laughs) news. I had told my husband I was going to do it. And he was like, no, you're not. And there was a lot of no's and there was a lot of, I'm a free, independent woman. I don't care if we're married. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it. So I done it. (laughs) Yeah. And here we are this many years later. And Surprisingly, he's turned into one of my biggest supporters. Like, if I need help with something, he's there. Uh, he buys me stuff and is like, "Hey, I think this would go good for your channel." And it started out with, "I was tired of my dudes being passed around."
1: It <laughs> <laughs> came around, you know.
0: So, I guess we have to, I guess, extend a thank you to whoever it was that broke into your house and stole that cell phone.
2: Exactly. I sat here and laughed. My husband, he's actually on the independent wrestling circuit, so he goes all over the southern states and wrestles. Oh, no. Seth,
0: (sighs) you said the magic words, Lana. Oh,
1: I'm big wrestling fans. Really? yeah.
2: Well, we go all over southern United States doing this, and when my guy friends, they're like, okay, well, I fully support your porn, and I thought it was going to go all weirdly. And it didn't like they were writing my name on the back of like their business cards because some of them marked like Rent-A-Center and they'd pass it out to their guy friends. We were laughing. Matter of fact, I actually missed this Saturday's wrestling show because I went night at Maple Blito's, which is an authentic Mexican restaurant here. (laughs) But the (laughs) last wrestling show we were at last month, like I was getting picked on. And I was like, yeah, I just think, like, back in 2017, everybody was gropping because they were getting free nudes. Now y'all have to pay for my shit. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, thank you to whoever spread that around.
1: Sometimes things happen for weird reasons, you know? This was fate intervening.
2: Exactly. And now it's so funny, I'll get spotted in Walmart and they're like, hey, such and such about your new video. And I'm like, can y'all just, I'm trying to get groceries here.
1: I'm not in character right now. So was the move back to the, quote, traditional workforce that 100% COVID related or were you looking for something to supplement the porn income anyway?
2: It was COVID related because I was getting shoots and doing small things on the side and I was selling, you would be surprised what people buy. I was selling like underwear, vials of spit and all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And when it hit, it's like everybody is, there's a lot of people that's unemployed. There's millions of people doing without anything. And then Pornhub, well, MasterCard, Vista and Discovery decided, hey, look, we're backing out.
1: Yes, the verified purge.
2: Yeah. And I was like, well, I kind of need to, you know, go help out and be productive because I haven't been one of them that I'm one of the females that I like helping out with the bills and the groceries and buying my own things. And after that, I was kind of like, I feel odd. So I do need to go get somewhere where I can have steady income and know I have steady income
1: are you predominantly a solo artist? Do you work with any other people or is it only ever you?
2: I work with other people, but then I started like slowing down. Like my husband has actually been in some of my videos with me, which is very shocking considering he didn't want me doing this in the first place. <laughs> and then I've brought other people in and whenever I record, it's mainly with other females. Because one of those more comfortable, and I guess my husband is more comfortable because he's not like, Oh, how did your job go?
0: <laughs> I could see that. I could see
2: a lot of guys being that way. Yeah, it's, I don't want to walk in and be like, Okay, well, I can't walk. I'm going to go. I have to sit in the bathtub for a little bit and then have to kind of explain what happened. <laughs>
0: Well, I just spent the last six hours getting a whole lot of DP. So it's going to be probably two days before I'm walking straight. And dinner's going to be a
1: deal.
2: You're going to have okay, go take a really, really hot bath and just relax those muscles. It's going to be okay. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So you were telling us, so you walk in, you get your interview, you're completely candid with the manager about your full-time job. I mean, this is your career. This is what you do for a living. She tells you, not a problem. What you do on your time is your time. Don't bring it in here and we're not going to have an issue and you're hired.
2: Exactly. And I'm told to come back the next day and start work. Okay. So how does that go? I come in and she's like, okay, well, we have to do work on the computer. And I was like, okay, that's totally fine. Like, I understand that. I was there for two and a half hours. And then she was like, all right, we don't have you in the computer system yet for the schedule. Go ahead and come in in the morning. And I was like, all right, I'll be here whatever time you need me here. And I showed up and ended up working a nine and a half hour shift the next day. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And and the fucked up thing is without a break, like you don't get breaks there. The only time you get a break is if you don't have anybody at your window and you can run off with some type of food. And you're pretty much like I spent the time that I had to eat chewing food behind my mask hanging out of a drive through window. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, uh, little known facts, I don't even know if you know this, Seth, but um, I think it was for like five months I worked at Taco Bell in my teens. It is not an easy job.
2: It really isn't. Like, I will tell you <laughs> right now, I would honestly rather work at a factory because that is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we had a, a more complicated or a less complicated menu then than they do now. But there was so much to memorize. What goes on what, what order it goes in. This gets wrapped this way. There's so much to it that you don't realize. And it goes so
2: fast. They left me at the window. So (laughs) I have a headset on. I'm taking money. I'm getting (laughs) orders. I'm handing orders out. And it's like, in the South, it doesn't get as cold as up North, but it was freezing and nobody understands that. Like, I spend 90% of my time hanging out of this window and I feel like an icicle. Sure.
1: So that really begs the question, why Taco Bell? Because you said you applied to other places, but they just the first to call or were they the best offer?
2: They were pretty much the only ones hiring because uh. where I'm at, there's really not that much at all.
0: Is everything pretty shut down because of the pandemic?
2: The lobbies are closed, but it's such a small town. We have more gas stations than anything. I take that back. More gas stations and more churches. There's a church <laughs> on every corner. I'm telling you, it's, it's ridiculous. It's one of those towns. Yeah.
1: You're probably working with people that were younger people. Do they have a lot of questions when they found out what you did, if they found out what you did?
2: Everybody pretty much knew who I was and knew what I did. What I thought was kind of funny is I was working with one of my stepdaughter's best friends. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. And whenever I got fired, she actually called me from the work phone to see what was going on. And then I talked to her later in the day. And she was like, I heard all about it. And I was like, oh, shit.
0: So that actually leads me to a question. I think in the article by the Daily Beast, it said that the town you're from is like 8,000 people. Like it's a small town. And you were kind of telling us that before we started recording. It's You were giving us an idea of, I think the way you described it is if you're not related to someone, like you know them.
2: Yeah, like nobody ever moves out of here.
0: Looking at it from that perspective, and with this being a restaurant in your town, this wasn't like a chance because that was the first question that popped into my head. Like if this was a customer that came through, you were only there for a week. So it's not like you could have pissed somebody off because I mean, cause customers are assholes anyway, but that's a very short amount of time to have really gotten under somebody's skin. But if somebody were to recognize you, like first off, they would have to recognize you, which means that they're watching your videos, which throws their whole like good Christian morals out the window But if you're in a really small town, I guess it could just be like, are you just like everybody knows like, Oh no, that's like Lana. Lana's a porn star.
2: Like everybody knows it's, I guess out there. And then as soon as like words started getting out, everybody was like, Oh, I didn't know that blah, blah, blah. And then it just kept going and kept going. And for like a few days after it got completely out, I was like, I'm just going to stay home. I'm not gonna go anywhere. I don't want to be questioned. No, <laughs> I'm gonna like throw myself under the bus right now. Some years ago, there was some infidelity in the marriage. I didn't get mad. I got even. And um, my dumbass decided I was gonna record it and put it on Pornhub. And I sent the Pornhub video to my husband. That's how he found out because I was just that ballsy. And. <laughs> After that, everybody here knew I had a Pornhub because the guy was like, "Hey, do you want to see me like on Pornhub?" and was bragging about it. And I was like, "Dude, shut up! Like I should have made you sign an NDA or something." Oh <laughs> no! Then it just spread, and then I just everybody questioned, and then everybody found out what I did. And I was like, "Well, there goes that."
0: You kind of ratted yourself out to the whole town.
2: Yeah, I was trying to piss my husband off and get payback. I kind of fucked my own self in a way. And you slept with the town crier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: It's not funny, but it's funny.
2: (laughs) I'm like, if I would have went back and just thought about this, maybe, just maybe.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, that at least clears that up a little bit. Yeah, because I think that was probably the biggest question that I had and that I was asking around just to see if anyone else had any questions or conversation points that they wanted to throw in. And that was, I think, the biggest one that I was coming up with
2: was how in the hell does everybody know? <laughs> well, yeah, like how does
0: this person even know what you do? Like unless they were watching you in porn <laughs> at which point.
2: And I totally figured out who it was, too. And this is the most stupid thing you can do. One of my friends screenshot the Taco Bell Newport uh, like page on Facebook and was like, hey, this woman is posting on here about you, but not giving names, but I know it's about you. And I was like, okay. So I'm like looking at it. And what's awkward is like her grandson watches my shit. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? So there's likely a really personal motive behind this. Yeah, probably <sighs> not Christianity, as they're claiming.
1: So this person was you believe was gutting for you. Like if you would have been working anywhere, and they would have wouldn't complained.
2: Yeah, if they would have sent me working anywhere, more than likely.
1: That's just some bullshit, right there.
2: Okay, so I would rather your like twenty something year old grandson watch my shit and beat off. And not be playing Ring Around the Rosie and having twenty baby mamas.
1: <laughs> Other than the the income, did you really lose anything? Did you enjoy the work at Taco Bell? Was it fulfilling? Did you I mean were you having a good time?
2: Honestly, I loved it. Any time they would need me to come in, I would come in. I actually volunteered for more hours out of the house. I was seeing people and all. It was just the thought of I do have more income coming in. And a lot of the people that worked there were really, really cool.
1: If corporate came down and said, hey, you know, this wasn't, this isn't right. We want you to come back. Would you go back? No, I would not. Because after all this, why bother?
2: When I got fired, I did ask to speak to somebody higher up in HR. And I did try to contact Taco Bell and never received anything back. And it was just so much like nobody would really like talk. They're like, you know, with the laws in Arkansas, we don't even have to really tell you why we fired you. So
0: I'm going to jump in here. That I was seeing that too. It looks like not only did the Daily Beast, but it also looked like Daily Mail reached out to Taco Bell Corporate to see what they had to say about it. And no one is hearing from them. They're just completely shut up about the entire situation. They haven't put out any kind of a comment.
2: No, and they're being tagged like crazy on Twitter, too, and they're not saying shit. Like, they're dead silent.
0: It sounds to me like they're probably getting their ducks in a row and finding out where they stand legally before they say anything at all.
2: Yeah, they are a franchise and a chain restaurant, but they are set by different people. They'll have to, like, contact the manager and everything else to, I don't know. I don't really know how that goes.
0: So typically, you have corporate is the end all be all, but yeah, the franchisee is going to be the next step down. So it's a whole chain of command. But at the end of the day, they're still operating under the Taco Bell under that heading. So Taco Bell corporate will have the final say in what goes on. But now, Arkansas is an at will state, same as the state Seth and I are in. So it is a, they don't have to have a reason to terminate, which is fucking stupid, in my opinion. And unfortunately, as far as discrimination goes, that sex work isn't, what you do in your free time isn't considered discrimination in the eyes of the law, which is bullshit.
2: It really is. And another thing, in the state of Arkansas,
0: sex work is still illegal. Okay, now does that cover stripping? Because I wasn't sure what that
1: covered exactly.
2: We have a strip club in like central Arkansas But they're not allowed to show nipples or get completely naked.
1: Where I went to college, you could not be fully topless. So what the girls would do, they would put saran wrap over their breasts so they could show their breasts, but they were covered (laughs) technically.
2: That's a smart thing to do. Everybody here just uses, like, the uh, paint or pasties.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now, do you fully believe the reasoning behind your termination that this is the sole reason?
2: Honestly, think probably it is because, like I said, I didn't get complaints from customers. I actually got tips working at the window, which was shocking. Like I don't know who tips at Taco Bell. I don't tip at Taco Bell, <laughs> so <laughs> I will tip at Sonic. But it's just one of those things. And I was there the how anytime they needed me, and I would go in and not complain about not getting a break and unloaded up. Like I think my. Third, fourth day there, I unloaded a 4,000 piece truck. Like they straight up just handed me everything. And they're like, okay, here's the (laughs) rundown. Check it off whenever you get to it. And I'm like, all right, then.
1: (laughs) So, where you live, you think had a lot to do with this, you getting let go?
2: Yes, because where I live at, and I don't get it because we are a wet county and we do sell alcohol. And we do have a medical marijuana grow facility here. And then they want to like attack me because I do porn. But there is a lot of influence from the church. We do get a lot of things taken away from us because of the church. And we've had clubs shut down, we've had like festivals shut down because. Of the church, like in our city council, not to throw them under the bus, but they fucking (laughs) suck.
1: Buckle of the Bible Belt type of town down there.
2: Yeah. Like I was saying, I live maybe six miles out of town, and we have probably not even 200 people that live in this really small town, and we don't have anything out here, but there are two or three churches. Out here. And there's like I said, there's a church pretty much on every corner. And the church has a lot to do with like the women's shelter and IMAD and we have revivals in our small little parking lots. It's ran pretty much by the Bible Belt still.
1: How do you think a business should handle situations like yours? Like if you were in charge, if you were the corporate entity that is Taco Bell, how would you have handled this?
2: honestly would have spoke to the person about what was going on and like instead of them marking the window in the public eye i would have been like okay well nobody sees the kitchen area can we train you to make tacos and chalupas and stuff like that i would have moved them to a different area in the restaurant so some sort of a compromise yeah like okay, we're gonna still keep business, but we're still gonna keep you too. Well, I mean, no it's I do. one, okay, we're done.
1: It's one customer too. You'd almost see it if, like multiple complained over time, but one customer.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought was bullshit.
1: So when did you decide you were gonna take this? When did you decide I'm gonna jump on social media and see how far I can make this go viral and get some wheels on this that day, or do um, or?
2: I thought about it and thought about it because I was going to stay quiet, to be very honest, and made my husband sit down and we talked. And he was like, you need to get your story out because this can happen to anybody. You need to bring awareness to the situation. And I'm like, it's only been a week since it happened as well. So, I mean, this has moved pretty quickly.
0: People are interested in hearing about this.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, you know, we live in a small town. That was my main concern. Like, how am I fixing to be treated when I walk in somewhere? What's going to be said? Is this going to have a lot of negative? I think I was more, as a whole, scared to say something because of that. And then I did realize this is happening to a lot of sex workers. And if there's going to be a change, we're going to have to speak up and not stay silent. Absolutely.
1: We covered it on the show too, the New York paramedic Lauren Quai, when she got disciplined and kind of degraded for having an OnlyFans being a paramedic and the internet wasn't having any of that. It seems like the internet has your back in this one too.
2: Yeah. It's not as taboo. We're not living in the ages where people get stoned for premarital sex or for adultery or for looking at Pornography, we're not witches that's being burned at the stakes. We're people trying to make an honest living and consensual living. We're not forcing somebody to watch it. If you're going to watch our stuff, like you can go watch it and open it up on your own. Right. So I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And to be honest, like my family is so supportive. I talked to my husband and then I called my aunt. Like my aunt's my go-to. My mom passed away in 2013. So she kind of took the place of my mom. And I called her and I kind of explained the situation. And she was like, You don't need to be silent because silence is the reason things keep continuing to happen. If you don't stand up for what you believe in, nothing's gonna be done. So I went to Lana Evans because a member of APAG. And I was like, well real fast, can you tell our listeners what that means? What that stands for? It was adult performers and actors guild, but they've switched it on us now. So yeah. <laughs> they switched it. <laughs> yeah. Right now I don't even know what it's called anymore. I seen the meaning of the acronym earlier and I was like, oh, well, it was called that for a while. <laughs>
0: keep going I'm googling this now
2: okay so I that's what I thought it meant I know I get a hold of Alana and I'm like hey look this is what happened what can I do about it and um we spoke for a little bit and we found out about the firing clause in Arkansas and I was like well I can't really take that route and um She was like, well, you tell me what you want to do. And while we're talking about this, I'm going to get a hold of some people to see what can be done exactly. And I was like, okay. And, um, she told me and she was like, look, this is Marlo. He's from the daily beast. He would really like to do an interview with you and sent me his number. And I called him, we spoke and, um, I think Saturday he was finally able to talk to my husband about everything. And it just went from there. Like, honestly, I didn't expect it to blow up this much.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cause I got up this morning and my phone was going crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? Because normally my phone goes crazy. I'm like, did somebody die?
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, <Yeah. yes. laughs> now,
2: I mean, that's so wrong, but like it's the only time my phone really blows up up, is if somebody dies. And I'm like, what
1: happened? In the week that transpired, have you gotten a lot of offers? Have studios or production houses come after you and said, hey, come work for us?
2: Today, I've had a few people reach out. Hey, look, I'm in this state. If you ever want to come work with us and stuff like that. And explain about the COVID testing that is done now. So I'm glad they're doing rapid COVID testings and making sure everybody's okay before they shoot, which is really good. And honestly, I've had more performers reach out to me than anything and tell me, thank you for speaking up and speaking out. And there's more that is actually coming out with their own stories. That is one
0: thing that I saw on your Twitter feed, just kind of scrolling through, was the number of other performers who have also been terminated from positions, who've been turned down from positions, who've lost not just in jobs, but it looked like standing in clubs, but in other organizations because of being outed or being found out that they were involved in the sex industry.
2: Yeah, it's getting really bad. It's kind of like, People are on a witch hunt. That's why I keep comparing it to like Salem witch trials. I'm like, we're not bad people. Like, why?
1: Leave to my next question is when and how do we normalize sex work?
2: I guess when people stop being douchebags. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and I don't get that because like you turn on ABC now. Okay. You're hearing all of these cuss words. You turn on just about any type of cable channel and there's tits. I mean nobody oh, yeah. like started a crusade against like HBO or Cinemax or anything like that when they started
1: softcore porn. Well to be fair some right. of them did but it didn't really go anywhere because nobody cared because it was paid yeah. channels. Do you see yourself ramping up your work or do you gonna wait until COVID's passed? You're gonna ride this wave of publicity or
2: I sat here earlier and was like I'm not going to lie, I've been doing videos since, like, after I got fired. And I was like, well, um, what do I need to do? And honestly, I was going to do a video later tonight and put it on there. One of my sites, probably both of them. And I'm going to continue doing it. And if i find somebody comfortable to work with shooting-wise that does the testing and the cover testing on top of that, I'll go for it. The whole publicity thing, I've had so many people reach out and they're like, we support you and, you know, I hope you get an apology or what you need out of this. And I keep telling everybody, you know, it's not just for me. Like I spoke out for everybody that was too afraid to speak out and too afraid to say something. Hopefully me speaking out like this and it going viral will help change laws in Arkansas and help whenever... APAC goes in front of everyone at D.C. and it's trying to get this normalized and get the discrimination stopped. My story is for everybody. APAC, which stands for
0: the Adult Performance Artists Guild.
2: Yeah, see, I told you they switched
0: it. Yeah, December of 2020. just happened.
2: Yep. That's why I was like, um, it used to stand for this, but then it was switched to something else, and that's not really burned in my mind yet. Yeah, and if you go to their website, it talks about how they are
0: pushing forward with a national effort to end occupational discrimination against adult workers, which is exactly what this is.
2: Yeah, and banking too, since there was a lot of banks that flight out and wouldn't let us have any type of direct deposit from any type of porn site. Really? Really. Elaborate on that. What do you mean? There was some banks. that I think U.S. Bank was one of them. And they're really popular. There was a whole list on their site of... The banks that were turning people down, like, okay, when you get only fans, it comes from Phoenix because, you know, you have your third-party billing. And there was a lot of banks that was like, no, we're done. We're not accepting direct deposits from this type of work. They pretty much shut down like PayPal shut everybody down. PayPal also? Yeah. PayPal, I think they did that about six or seven months ago.
1: That is such bullshit. What the hell?
2: Yeah, it's like a crusade against sex workers. And I don't get it. Like it was an all of a sudden thing. Did they mention like what was their reasoning behind it? I guess it was when the whole SESTA-FOSTA came out and the sex trafficking big blow up issue was happening. And they were saying, you know, well, how do we know that you're of age and that you're consenting? And there was a lot of people that would go through PayPal and like order custom videos and underwear. And the people that got it would turn around and be like, well, I didn't get this. And they would hit refund to try to get their money back. And then it would go. Oh, geez. Yeah. It was just a big mess.
1: That's so strange. A lot of these sites, they vet people thoroughly. So, yeah. I mean, even Pornhub just like this like is the great purge. You had to be verified to be on there now. So, It's legit business, so let's deal with it.
2: Exactly. I remember when Pornhub changed their rules and they put on there that there was more sex trafficking cases that came from Facebook than anything. Like there was more underage bullshit happening on social media than there was porn sites.
1: I can believe it.
0: All right, I'm just going to throw this out here real fast. This was just a super quick Google search. Looks like there was a law called FOSTA, Fight Online Trafficking Act, that made it illegal for any site to facilitate or support prostitution. And that's what fucked us. And yeah, and that was it. A broad declaration that has far-reaching consequences for sex workers trying to use basic services like banking or Twitter. Many banks and institutions include morality clauses in their terms of service, allowing them to freeze and terminate sex worker accounts at will, including legal sex work like camming and porn production. Yep.
1: It's not like they fucking stormed the Capitol. You're diddling yourself with the internet.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, we didn't
2: have any part in that, okay? Right, right.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I would much rather take somebody at home fucking themselves with a double-edged dildo than beating a police officer to death with a fucking fire extinguisher on the steps of the fucking Capitol building any day.
1: Lana, if you had the chance to sit down, like we're going to have a couple beers or a cup of coffee, I guess, but this person water, I guess, because they're a fuddy duddy. How's yeah. that conversation going to go? What are we going to talk about that oh, turns you Lord. in?
2: Probably <laughs> that I'm a terrible person and I'm going to hell and I'm going to burn in like a fire.
1: Well, I'm sorry, but if people like you are in heaven, I'll gladly go to hell. Bye.
2: <laughs> Why they so judgmental? It's like that's one of the first things. See. Okay, this is going to sound really fucked up. I grew up in a Pentecostal family. And when I broke the news to my family, like some quit talking to me, but then after a while, they're like, whatever, you know, you do you. But that was one of the first things that I was taught was don't judge somebody by what they decide to do for a living or what color of the hair they have. Like, we all fucking sin. We just sin differently.
1: If there wasn't a a
2: sinner, there wouldn't be a church.
1: Yeah, the Pentecostals, those are the real fire and brimstone type of people, aren't they?
2: Oh, geez. Yes. Like, I remember getting my first tattoo and my mother highlighted the part in Leviticus in our Bible and gave it to me and told me to read it. Oh, man.
1: And just before yeah. that, talked about shellfish. So come on, mom.
2: <laughs> I was totally laughing. And then she became really freaking cool. Like, the older I got, she became really awesome. Like, I was not allowed to play Marilyn Manson in our house. Like, she broke so many of my CDs. And then uh, one day, I guess, I don't know what happened to her. She was like, look, we're going to go riding around. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, we're going to go to the Nelly concert together. I'm like,
1: Mom, what? <laughs> do, we, do we explain <laughs> to the kid what CDs are, you think?
0: <laughs> like, that Stop. part scared me. You know what that was? That was some of that reverse psychology. What she was really wanting you to do was to be like, no, mom, I won't go to a Nelly concert with you. Ugh, Nelly, I'm never listening to that again.
2: She became real cool. And then, like I said, you know, she passed away in 2013. And my whole thing was, I'm going to this concert. And one of my aunts that's still really horribly religious I took her son with me that's two years younger than me, and we went and seen Marilyn Manson in Memphis, and <laughs> she called, and she was like, are y'all at the venue? And I was like, yeah, we're fixing to walk in. The doors are fixed up, and like we're pumped and excited, and the last thing my aunt said was, I'm going to pray for y'all until y'all get out of there.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: That's nice. I mean, but I'm going to go have fun, but you sit there and do that, and I called, and like, we got out to let her know her son was safe. <laughs> Oh, at least you did that. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, if you divorce and you're that's supposed to be, like, committing adultery. Like, if you mix fucking silk with blue jeans, you know, I don't know. Very fucking tacky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pagan, so, like, whatever. As long as you're good to me, I'm good to you. That's how I feel about it.
1: I'm a devout atheist myself, so...
2: Yeah, you're like, fuck this shit. Like, we're all going to fucking die sometime anyways. So, um,
1: if you don't ramp up and do more and more adult entertainment, do you see yourself trying to get another jobby job in your small town or that ship sailed?
2: Oh, that ship has sailed a long time ago. Like, after that, I'm like, where the fuck can I work that safe? <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what I said, and this is how I said it. I said, well, I'm going to be the best little internet whore I can be.
1: If you're going to do it, do it good. Do you want to throw out your OnlyFans and all that information for us?
2: My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash Lana87. It's L-O-N-N-A 87-X-X-X. And then I have an AVN Stars, which that's really not as popular, but they do a lot of great things for our community because it is. Is Yeah, it is run by the Adult Video Media Network. It's stars.avn.com forward slash Lana87XXX. I try to keep everything pretty much the same
1: name. You're up for a nomination with them, aren't you, right now?
2: I am for fan favorite, hottest MILF of the year, and
1: star of the year. Well, I promise you we will vote for you.
2: Thank you. As
1: soon as we're done uh, interviewing yeah, yeah.
2: It surprised me because you have to have so many fans to pre-nominate before you're in the nominations. So,
1: well, hey, maybe we can ride this wave and do an AVN award.
2: Hey, hopefully, I'm like. There's been a lot of positive come out of something really horrible and negative. So,
1: so what about social media? Are you on there? Can if your fans get a hold of you on there and communicate?
2: I'm on Twitter at lana eighty seven xxx. I was on Instagram, but. They're booting sex workers too, so fuck them.
1: Because it's Facebook and Facebook sucks. So
2: So do I understand you also have a GoFundMe? I do have a GoFundMe. I do have the link on my Twitter. We're going to put all this in the show
0: details as well as throw it all up on our socials. So listeners, just fucking click it. It's easier.
2: Yeah. It's like all right there.
0: Like, guys, come on.
2: And if you're on a phone, all you have to do is take your little finger and just push it. And it goes there. Right. Exactly. So, so much fucking easier.
1: So, Anna, do you have any parting words <laughs> for the listening audience? Anything you want to say before we get out of here?
2: Stop fucking judging sex workers. We are human. We are people. We are wives. We are husbands. We are parents. We're making an honest living. Everything is consensual. And we don't fucking include minors in our shit. So quit being a cunt.
1: Exactly. Thank
2: you. <laughs> Bailey's going to love that one. It's her favorite thing. <laughs> Don't be a cunt.
1: Everybody out there, go follow her on the socials. Subscribe to OnlyFans. Go buy some customs. Why not? Go vote yeah, for her. Get, get the vote. Award.
2: If I win, I'm thanking my baby daddies for not coming on my face and coming inside me, so that should be interesting.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, <was positive laughs> with this one. I like it.
0: Yes, plan ahead. I <laughs> have to have the out. Sorry. <laughs> right?
2: Right?
1: There we go. Uh, Lana, thank you so much for joining us. And I've actually learned some things this this time. I, I love it. Yes. I always learn something.
2: Thank you all for reaching out and having me. You are good people. You are hilarious. I love you all. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And
1: if you want to interact with no. us, we love you guys. You can get a hold of us on, as always, Twitter, Instagram, at InTheSackPod, Facebook, In the Sack with Seth and Sarah. You can email us. Seth and Sarah podcast at gmail.com. Just get a hold of us. Tell us what you think. Tell us how awesome Lana was and how you wanted to come back on the show. Yeah. After, after she wins yes. the award.
2: I'm all for coming back. Yeah. Yes. We would love you to
0: come back. We like friends. Sometimes it gets lonely with just two of us.
2: Uh, you need more players in the game. Sometimes you just need more holes to choose from. Oh. Or just get on. <laughs> Or to
0: spit
1: on. As always, don't forget, you can call us and leave a voicemail. Tell us what you think. We might even put your clip in the show. Call us at 314-649-7604. And we have no idea what we're going to do next. I mean, maybe we'll let Lana pick the next topic when we get off the air. Who knows? <laughs> we'll be here next time. Think about it, Lana.
2: I'm thinking really hard.
1: Join us next time that you jump in the sack.
2: With
0: Seth and Sarah. In the sack with Seth and Sarah has been an SNS production with cover art by Sarah Davis
1: featuring music by Bradley Arl can be downloaded wherever you find your podcast